What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sports. I'm OK Davis here with you on this episode. We'll talk about the NBA heating up, Major League Baseball speeding up, the Washington football team uh, maybe coming to a grinding halt. Who knows what's happening with them? And who's next in the National Hockey League as like the next great player? But first, we're going to start with the college basketball. I don't have much to say about it. But in my last episode, I talked about Alabama and Nate Oates as we are coming up on tomorrow being uh, the beginning of my, I don't want to say my March sadness, but because my Pitt Panthers do look good. But, uh, let's wait and see. Let us wait and see. But realistically, with Alabama and Nate Oates, uh, I'm really disappointed. I'm disappointed that Nate Oates um, is not being a good leader. After the controversy of why he even is playing Brandon Miller, after Brandon Miller is involved in um, a... involved in a crime... And they're trying to figure out to what level he was involved in it and determine his potential punishment as the police are trying to work it out. It's understandable they're trying to work it out. It is. He shouldn't be playing. He simply should not be playing. And after that controversy, the fact that Brandon Miller is playing after uh, the detectives testified during a hearing that Miller transported their ex-teammate, Darius Miles' gun, He gave it to him on the night that Darius Miles killed a 23-year-old. Miles texted Brandon to bring him the, the gun, and he did. So he is involved. He's not been charged with a crime. And yes, Miller has cooperated with police. There's more to it. There's more to it. And I'm not, look, I'm not going to say, I just think, look, until the investigation is over, that's all I'm saying is when he should be playing again. 
in the fact that after that, the next game after the controversy of whether he should be playing, his in his intro, he does a TSA or police search type pat down because you haven't taught him a lesson. That's the problem is Nate Oates is not being a good leader. He talks about wanting to teach him a lesson, but you're not teaching him a lesson. He's involved one way or the other. We know that. To what extent is what needs to be determined. But it just doesn't seem like he's learned a lesson if he's doing a pat down in his starting lineup. And it it was reminiscent when I saw that to when Gilbert Arenas, after he was involved in the uh, incident with guns in the locker room, he was, you know, doing the shooter motion. I just feel like there's some level of understanding where you are. And it seems to be lacking. It almost seems to be like a slap in the face. Like, yeah, I don't care. That's what I think is what's happening is he doesn't care about anyone. They don't care about what happened. Almost like a let's move on. There's nothing to see here. This makes me sad. It's a little sad. Someone lost a life. And it just doesn't seem like that's just don't don't even care. Something I do care about um, as we try to turn the corner and think about something a little more positive, if you will. The games will go on. And for the NBA, the Lakers may lose LeBron James. Teams trying to make one last run. Which isn't easy to do. When you're not consistent. The team that I'm most sad about that is... The New Orleans Pelicans, they look so, so promising. Not anymore. I don't know if they can turn it around. Right now, they're two games out of 500. And who knows when Zion will come back. And I think he's the key to the trio, that is. I think it's just hard for Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum to lift them up without having... Zion, and it's showing. They were once in first place, and now they're in 10th place, almost out of the play-in tournament. 
Dallas is overrated. I mean, everybody acts like Luca's a second coming, and I just don't think he's not a leader. He's a whiner. And for all of the exploits and how cool you may think he is on offense, he's a liability on defense. He'll stand down on the other end of the court and cry and complain because he didn't get a foul. Meanwhile, the other team's going down and shooting a three or ends up being five on four. I don't think they'll ever win. Yeah, okay, maybe this is a little bit of a hot take. But I actually would question if maybe the the majority of the foreign players are just overhyped. I mean, you think about who won, not MVP. I love Jokic's game too. Not MVP. But you look at who's won the actual NBA championships. And tell me how many foreign-born players are leading their teams to NBA championships. It's all hype. I think Giannis with Milwaukee two championships ago. And then you have to go way, way, way back because you got Lakers, Raptors, Warriors, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Spurs, Heat, Heat, all the way back to the Dallas Mavericks of 2011 where Dirk Nowitzki As crazy as it sounds, if you think about it, I'm starting to think that, unfortunately, the international players, okay. I'm not saying don't draft some of them, but they're not able to get it done. That's what I see. When it counts, winning championships. Two since 2011. 12 years of NBA championships. And talking about, oh, oh, the international game is so much better. And you got all these great players leading teams. Two championships. With the number one player being a foreign-born player. And that's Dirk Nowitzki in 2011. And Giannis Antetokounmpo in 2021. That's not a lot. We'll see if... Nikola Jokic can get it done for the Denver Nuggets. We know Dallas isn't going to win the NBA championship. And then you got to see if Milwaukee can get back. And they're a really solid team. 
They're a really solid team. I think you may end up with the Milwaukee-Denver final. I could see that. As I said before, Milwaukee has three all-stars on it. You count the fact that Chris Middleton was an all-star before, not this season. But the race is going to be tight, and I'm looking forward to it. I don't think the I don't know if the Wizards will even make the play-in tournament. But in the West, only two games separate the fifth seed. I guess say two and a half separate the tenth seed and the fifth seed. You got Clippers, Mavericks, Warriors, Jazz, Timberwolves, and Pelicans, all right there. Lakers, Oklahoma City. Portland Trailblazers knocking on the door, but on the outside looking in. The East is a little more wide open. You got six games separating the, well, you say six and a half if you want to count the fifth seed Knicks and the 10th seed Washington Wizards. I mean, that's a seven and a half games. I don't see them making that up. But you do have three games separating, or I'll say four games, but that's a lot. Separating ninth seed and the thirteenth seed between Toronto, Washington, the Bulls, Pacers, and Magic. Magic have looked really good of late. So I think that the play-in games, or the play-in tournament, is in the Eastern Conference. You may see a little more juggling than the actual seeds in the East. And in the West, I think there's some teams that have a chance to make the playoffs. Although I don't see Phoenix. I think Phoenix is only going to get better with Kevin Durant about to make his debut with the Suns. They've got four All-Stars. There's no way you're beating them. Or maybe DeAndre Ayton actually wasn't an All-Star, but he probably could be. He probably could be. But it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I think the Lakers are done. LaMelo Ball's done. We'll see if Dame Lillard can somehow get his team back into the the playoff run, but they need a lot of help. I don't I don't know if that can happen. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. MLB, Major League Baseball is speeding up. I was hoping to be able to catch a preseason game when I was down in Florida. Wasn't able to happen. But so far, from what I am watching on television and the news reports, I am excited about the game speeding up. I'm good with the pitch clock. You know, there was all of that hoopla the other night or the other game when there was a called third strike because I don't remember who it was now. It's been like a week and a half that they were 
he was out of the uh, out of the box with seven seconds to go when he's supposed to be in the box with eight seconds. Like, okay, whatever. You're going to get used to it. This is a new game. You want to get ratings. You want to get a faster game. You know, probably want to shave off maybe like a half an hour from the games. Well, this is a way to do it. So just chill. That's all I really got to say about that. I just feel like it's just chill. Yeah, maybe some of the older players aren't going to be happy about it, but the younger players, especially the ones that are now coming up in AAA and uh, the new draft picks, they're probably going to get used to it. And it's like, okay, no big deal. I think there are too many antics. I wish that they would cut out the uh, warm-up pitches. That's another thing I would love for them to do. You got to get rid of the warm-up pitches. It's just, oh, it's too much. Takes too long. Cut the game down to like two hours and 30 minutes. So there's still some work to be done. Like the bigger bases. And I really like the no shifting. I didn't like that at all. This wasn't my cup of tea. Wasn't my cup of tea. What is something that normally I would be drinking the Kool-Aid is with the Washington football team? It's my team. But lately, probably the last, man, not just one off season. It's just been drama after drama for so long. I'm just tired of it. And now we're hearing... That apparently Daniel Snyder has been using money like his personal bank account, team funds. I mean, there's a lot that's coming out about this. I just wanted to sell all this talk about Jeff Bezos wants to buy the team, but Daniel Snyder doesn't want to sell it to him. And now the Houston Rockets owner for Tita is trying to buy the commanders. Obviously, Daniel Snyder knows he's done something wrong, has been trying his best to keep it from coming out. Talking about I'll sell if if y'all don't tell what happened. Like, come on, man. We can't do that. I want this drama to end. I mean, if Daniel Snyder can charge $4.5 million for them to put the logo on his own plane, shoot, could I charge $20 for me wearing a Washington football team shirt? Come on. It's too much. It's just too much. I want it to end, as most Washington football fans do. But it was a great, great reporting by, uh, what is his name? I had at the tip of my tongue, and now it's gone. Is it Don Van Natta? What is his name? Yeah, Don Van Natta Jr., that's his name. 
great story if you get a chance to read it um, about what's going on behind the scenes with the minority owners. And it's just too much. It's too much drama. I am happy that they released Carson Wentz. That was a bad experiment. What's a good experiment in the National Hockey League? Edmonton Oilers. They have the best new player in the game, Connor McDavid. His first time ever. He's got 50 points in the National Hockey League. And it got me to thinking, wondering if he maybe will be the next Alex Ovechkin. That's it. Nothing more than that. Am I going to act like I'm watching a hockey? The Caps probably aren't going to make the playoffs this year. No, not really. But I like Connor McDavid. I like his game. I'm sad for Toronto because I know Toronto wanted him since he's from the area. But realistically, just in general, I just... I just like his game. And I, I hope he can stay healthy. And let's see he's if he's the next Alex Ovechkin. Who is that next player in the National Hockey League? I think it could be Connor. He's proven it so far. And I'm enjoying watching his career. That'll do it for Just for Sport. I'm Jamoke. Enjoy your sports. I know I am. Ciao for now.